There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. Our Lord Jesus possessed all wisdom and all righteousness, and He taught in parables. He taught in the synagogues, in the temple. He taught by the wayside. One of the continual themes that we see in Jesus' teaching is the straightforward command, follow me. He said this to Matthew. He said this to Philip. Sitting on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, we hear him say it again to Peter after the resurrection. He says it today. Oh, he doesn't always tell you what that will entail, though, does he? But he still calls his sheep to follow, whatever the trail, whatever the trials. Whatever the sacrifice, follow me. So simple. Today is the third episode about Dr. Linney. We heard about her childhood and how God prepared her to trust him and see his protection back in India. Then we heard her tell stories that prove God's calling and direction and sending in her life, sending her to work in the Republic of Georgia, leading her to study medicine and to minister to thousands of young people from Pakistan and from India who are also studying medicine in that country. Today we shall hear her tell more of her work in ministry, how she is following Jesus today, how God broadened her vision to go to unreached villages, villages that have no church and whose people have never read a Bible or heard that Jesus is God and Savior. This is Dr. Linney, and this is very recent ministry. When I see the hand of God working, I cannot stop myself, you know, from sharing Jesus Christ to the world. Because He is true living God. And so many people miss a lot of things without knowing this true God. So uh, last year, we were actually praying the church together uh, to reach out to the un unreached group. I happened to go to a uh, few conference one is history makers conference and the second one was vision conference so i was able to learn a lot of things from those conferences so uh, uh, both the conferences it taught the importance of evangelism the importance of obeying the greatest commission and how important it is for a christian uh, to receive the vision of god to have to receive god's heart and his desire and i heard about um, the country is in 1040 window. Have you heard about that, Pastor Yes, Dean? sure. Yeah. So these, all these are um, mainly Islamic villages. And uh, so these regions, in, even in Georgia, it comes under 1040 window. 
so so i just made a little uh, you know i did little research of this uh, nations in 1040 window and we are praying that uh, you know we will be able to st- send student missionaries to those to the to the countries in 1040 window so we were able to send a team of students to azerbaijan in the year 2020 there were like five of them so they went uh, to azerbaijan and uh, they went and they yeah they went to so many villages there and they could share the gospel uh they prayed and they came back and then but then uh, in the year 2020 the borders were closed so that's how we decided to go to uh the unreached village groups in georgia how i went for the first time to these villages was when i was studying in university we happened to go for a trip class together when we went to the trip that was the first time i go to this this region the mansi so when i went there for the first time i saw these people they were muslims there there were a lot of muslim settlement and then some of us from the church we went to go to these areas and we went to donate the clothes you know we collect this clothes from students those who graduate and go so to donate clothes we went to these regions and that's how we came to know about these regions some areas we found in google map you know until that village there is transportation but then uh, you know un- until a particular point we have this uh, mashut cars but after that there is no transportation so we get down at the last uh, stop and then we start walking so we walk from village to village first time when we went uh, you know we just went uh, to share the gospel and then later when we went we went with the mobile clinic with the medical van to help those villages and um, and to follow them up so we just decided uh, to just to go to those mission trips completely trusting in god because we are going for um, god's work and god will take care you know we go without taking any uh, any money with us you know except uh, just very little very little you know in case of emergency so we just went uh, we 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 went to this the, the, there were different teams and we decided to go into different different villages we usually go for like uh, for a week from monday to friday and saturday we mostly saturday we come come back so um, when we go there uh, you know we sometimes we meet people on the street and we just uh, you know tell them that um, that uh we just tell them that we came here to share the good news of Jesus Christ and uh, we share the gospel to them uh and we 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 learned azeri language you know just the basics to share the gospel uh and brother din first of all we go with lot of um lot of fasting and praying so first time when we went the first person was so was so receptive so he uh, you know it was as if he was waiting to hear the gospel his entire life this was a, this was with my team so when we went uh, we we saw a old man uh, you know have having this um, he was tending his sheep and uh, we just uh, we just went and we spoke to him and we shared the gospel and once we started sharing the gospel he just started crying and he received the lord and then this man he 
took us to several houses in that village and he did not allow us to go to certain houses saying that this house and these people you know it's not safe to go to these houses so uh, you know that first village we were able to sh- go to so many houses and these houses this i, I think it's culture they they honor they receive guest with great honor so they provided us you know with food for during the lunch time they provided us with lunch while dinner time they gave us dinner and uh, so there were the first first evening we didn't know where to go but there was this uh, there was like a small hill kind small hill so we thought we'll j- the team you know we were just we were four of us two girls and two boys so we thought if we do not find any place to stay for the night we'll just go on top of the hill and we will just pray sing songs praise and you know pray the entire night because during after 5 o'clock uh, there is no after 5 or 4:30 there is no transportation from this village so it was late by the time uh, you know we shared the gospel to the last last person on that day so evening you know we just went on the hill it was like 7 o'clock but it was dark it became dark and we were just praying and we were asking god lord uh, if you want us to stay on top of this hill we are ready to sing songs and praise you for the entire night but if you want us to go and stay in some house please show us a way and as we then we just started singing songs as we were singing you know there comes a man climbing all the way up to the hill and he was like what are you guys doing here so we said uh, you know we just came to this village and we just came to share the good news and um, uh, so we don't know where to go uh, so we are just here so he was like i want to invite you to my house why don't you come and stay in my house for the night and then but myself and there was the other girl with me we were actually looking at this man with uh, with great suspicion we thought that he is from the terrorist uh, gang and uh, he he seemed like a terrorist and we thought maybe that is the that is the last day of our lives but then uh, we went to he took us to a house you know it was it had a very big gate and inside it was a very big house and, and you know there was there was this joint family i mean the families they stayed together and there were three generations of family in that house so as soon as we went they gave us dinner we had uh, you know good conversation and then uh, you know they have this um, corn business you know so they have this um, so all of them you know at night the family together they were sitting and they were work they were removing those seeds and so we went and we started helping them and as we were sitting you know we were able to share the gospel to this family so uh, the young the young man who called us who invited us to the house he was very receptive and he received the lord he prayed with us but then there was this uh, the oldest lady the great grandmother of the family uh, she was like uh, you know she didn't want to hear and she was very irritated so uh, that night myself and the other girl aksa so we were made uh, to sleep with this granny in in her room 
so we were like we we just spread, you know they said they just spread some uh, mats on the floor and this uh, granny she was she was sleeping on the bed so that day night both of us we prayed but early morning 5 o'clock this grandmother she started coughing so bad <coughs> she was coughing and coughing and um, myself and aksa we just thought uh, we just felt like we should just go and pray for her so we went and we told her that uh, we uh, uh, we are going to pray for you and when we are praying we will pray in the name of jesus christ because we believe that he is god and god is able to uh, to heal you and uh, and it's not us and uh, this this uh, old lady she just she just wanted some relief and she was like okay uh, you pray and we asked do you believe that god can heal you she was like yeah she believes and we just prayed as soon as we said amen you know her cough it stopped completely and later what happened is that morning uh, you know uh, she went around the whole house telling to all the people that you know she was struggling with cough and we both went and prayed in the name of jesus and she got relieved and uh, you know later we came to know that this uh, old lady she was suffering from chronic bronchitis you know since 3 years so every day morning it's like it it is very difficult for her and uh, she if she starts coughing she will cough till 9 or 10 o'clock but that day she had great relief and the whole that entire family you know they they received jesus christ they believed in jesus and when we left the house they did not not want us to leave they didn't want us to go and then they were like uh, you know uh, when we left they they themselves they asked please pray for our family so we prayed and we left and then uh, later we went to the second village uh second village when we went it was difficult it was radical islamic village and when they uh, when they saw us they did not want us to be in the village and they just chased us away so they were like we don't uh, we don't entertain we don't want uh, any foreigners to come uh and then we we just we just prayed and we just walk, we just started walking and as we were walking like maybe like uh, about 3 3 or 4 kilometers we ended up in a different village so that village when we went uh, okay this is this is something it was like life or death experience and i experienced it for the first time in my life so uh, uh, when we went to those villages these villages they were like uh, you guys are jehovah's witness so we said no we are not jehovah's witness you know we are christians and we believe in jesus christ and he is the savior and he can save you and we want to share this good news and that's the reason that we came to this village but uh, most of the families you know they they did not receive us but then as we were walking there was one man uh you know who was standing outside his house and it was it was fully covered by snow so with shovels you know he was just clearing of those of those snow and we went and we told him that uh you know uh, we want to talk to you and we are indians and we were, we came to share a good news and then he invited us to his house he was a old man old man i mean he should be like 55 or 60 years of age and his wife so we were talking but then uh it was like 4 o'clock uh then the the man he came and told that you know now there is no transportation um 
there's no transportation and uh, you just have to um uh, you know you will have to stay in this village you cannot go now and they were like why don't you stay in our house so we we thought okay we will stay in the house so but then we went out after eating we we just told them we'll just go and look around just see the village and we'll come back so that day uh, we couldn't meet uh, many uh, many people because it was cold and all of them were inside the house and every houses they have got this huge dogs people say that it's a hybrid of wolf and dog so we couldn't go to houses so but when we came back to this house uh, you know we just had some talk and we were just uh, trying to share the gospel there were three of us in this village so myself leah and jonath jonath was like the first year student so this there was this one boy with us and they made us stay in the living room sleep in the living room so this living room it did not have lock so before going to bed this man he happened uh, he this man seemed to be so restless and he was calling a lot of people he was on call and uh, before we went to bed he asked us three times um, that you did you say that you are christian we said yeah we are christian then he again three times he asked are you christians we said yes we are christians and we believe in jesus christ and the reason that we came to village was to share jesus christ to you and he left but then um uh we we just we just prayed we just uh, you know read psalms 91 we prayed and we slept but then at night 1 o'clock it was at 1 uh, you know there was uh, the light was off but we had that uh, that zero volt bulb it was on all of a sudden i opened my eyes and to my shock i saw this man he rushed you know he rushed into the into the room where we were where we were and he went and he grabbed this boy's neck he was just trying to kill him and for a moment i did not know what to do and i i wanted to get up i want to scream but i could not i am just seeing this man is taking hold of this boy and i i, I don't know i became i became like a paralyzed person and um, all of a sudden this old lady she started she came inside running and she was like don't do anything don't do anything to the boy leave him she just grabbed this old man and she just took him out of the house out of the room and when she took him out of the room that's when lia she woke up she she woke up and she was like what is happening and she thought these people they grabbed this boy jonath and they took him away and then i was like no calm down i i just got up and i saw this boy he was safe and he was in deep sleep and he did not know anything what happened and then uh then we we didn't know what to do and there was the afterwards we just we just you know we just lied on the bed and we were just praying and we were just asking god lord you have to protect us and you have to show away and then this lady she took this man to the second floor of that house and there was there was there was so much calling in the upstairs we could hear a lot of calling you know lot of lot of noise and we don't know what happened but then 
later we were we were just waiting for the sun to rise you know we were just counting every minute and then when it was like just about sunrise you know we thought we'll just get dressed up and we'll just go out and when we when we just opened the door we saw this old lady she was sleeping in front of her door as a guard for us and we just woke her up and we told her that uh uh you know we just want to leave and she she's the one who opened the gate for us and that's how we went from that place so that was uh that was a one kind of experience that i can never forget in my life uh but through it all we could see the uh, protection and faithfulness of god and then uh, we came to know about the medical needs of this of these because none of these villages they have any clinics if someone is ill they'll have to travel about 1 1.5 hour to go to hospital to go to clinic clinic nearby so uh so what we do is uh, we have this mobile ambulance so we go to this this village we we stop you know at a place in a village so when people see that when one person starts coming you know for checkup then the entire village they start coming for checkup so when they come uh you know we 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 do the checkup and uh, all the minor cases you know we just give them over the counter medicine medications and uh and then we pray we give them uh, literatures uh, we share we try sharing the gospel to people yeah so we we we, we had this um, azeri bibles with us uh azeri bibles and azeri literature so we gave them those things and then we come back and uh, when we go with this medical thing it's like it's like it gives us more opportunity to share the gospel you know all these people majority of them though they are muslim they have never heard the name of jesus in their entire life so when we when we tell about this they are like what is it and who is that you know and we ask them have you have you ever heard they were like no we don't know and uh, and uh, that's how we share the gospel to them and uh, and it's a blessing Georgia is surrounded by Islamic countries. So when we look at this region, Georgia and Armenia are the are the only two Christian nations. But uh, these Islamic countries they have a great influence. So once we, I, I, I mean, this is just my thinking. Uh, once the light of the gospel is spread over these nations, I think then we can easily take the gospel of Jesus Christ to. the islamic nations surrounding georgia how's that for good news an indian in the former ussr planning to take the gospel to those in islamic strongholds that's refreshing to hear you know you can be a part of dr lenny's work 
You see, Dr. Lenny is a part of a team that Gospel Link calls the Church Planting Initiative of Georgia. And Gospel Link is trying to raise monthly financial support for her and for the others on that team. God would use your monthly sponsorship to help her increase her work. You can write to me or go to the website for more information, cupofgoodnews.org. That's cupofgoodnews.org. Lord willing and the crick don't rise, I'll see Dr. Linney in person next month. If you'd like to get updates from me while I'm on my trip, let me know with an email as well. And of course, if you know our Lord, you know that you can lift this lady and her Asian team up with intercessory prayer. Tell the Lord of the harvest that you care and you want to see her petitions and her visions fulfilled for his sake. He hears. And that, my friend, is good news.